Episode 47, The Long Run. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Tammy Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Um, This is going to be an exciting one, I believe, and I've kind of wanted to tell a little bit about my journey for a while, but it's just all coming together. And um, I'm doing this, I'm talking about my journey as I'm also talking about it when I'm a bonus episode for my team Elevate, those that are continuing on. I'm talking about my journey and a lot of what my food plan consists of. And so I'm taking some excerpts from that and putting it into this podcast, but it will be kind of fun and hopefully enlightening to you and some of the my thoughts, some of my tips, and some of the lessons that I've learned on my long run or my journey through my health and discovering things along the way. So um, before we pop into that, everything is going good. We're just coaching away and enjoying life and all the things, all the highs and the lows. (laughs) So nothing else really to report. We're just still doing Team Elevate and the door's have opened. So hopefully um, you guys are all coming in or telling friends about it. If it's not for you, tell a friend about it and let them know to get on my website and get all signed up. So it'll be starting soon. Anyways, okay, so just to let you know a little bit about me, um, and I want to talk about the long run. And I, since I am a runner, it's going to be an analogy of the long run and in two, two different ways, a marathon is a long run. And also when I do Ironmans, we really talk about and I really coach on and my coach coaches me on to prepare yourself for the run of the race. So you swim 2.4 miles, you bike 112. And then which is you're like, prepare yourself for the run. Yes, like you want to be ready for the run that's going to happen at the end. So the other you kind of look at it as not necessarily warm up, but you really want to have the consistency. You really want to have just being solid through those those two areas to be ready for the last part of the race. And the same thing is when you race a marathon, they're like the first 20 miles, it's just the consistency. It's just putting that time in to really where you hit the last six miles where that that makes your race, right? So we're going to look at that as in a journey through life. And um, my journey to finding my health, my journey to losing 25 pounds when I really started onto this journey is something that I'm going to share with you today. And all along the way, it's been a process. It's all been the consistency and it's all been preparing myself for the long run. And in life, we actually don't really know when the long run ends, right? (laughs) So just like when I do a race, I know what I'm preparing myself for along the way. And then I go do the race day. But what we're preparing ourselves for on a daily basis is to be able to make it through the life that's ahead of us or this run that's ahead of us, Uh, the run that we're continuing to do. And that's why sometimes the the saying is, in the long run, is that eventually, right? Like we're, we're doing this so eventually it will all pay off. 
So back in, so 30 years ago, just a little, I'll give you a little bit about me and the journey and like my weight loss and with my food and apply it to hopefully the things you can apply to your own life as you, as we are all on a health journey, we are all on this long run through our life, whether we call it that or not, we can phrase it by any way we'd like, but it is all a journey. It is all a process. And I think so many times we just get to a place where we're just like, I just want to hurry and do this, right? I just want to hurry and lose all my weight. I want to hurry and be done. And I don't know if that's good or bad news to hear, but it's not really like it's an all in and then you're done kind of thing. Like this is a process along the way, this journey. And when we really, which I talked about last week, commitment, when we really commit to our health, it's it's just something that we keep continuing to commit to. And we continue to stay on this path. We continue to gradually add miles and miles onto this long run. And it doesn't necessarily stop. So I think a lot of times people want to like hurry and do this food plan and hurry and do something that's going to get them to lose the weight, which is great. I'm all for it. But sometimes we forget to think about the maintenance process, the process that we have to continue on, right? That like we don't just get to a place and we just stay that way forever. We have to continue to maintain it. And if we get to a set weight, we have to maintain that set weight as well. And that's about continuing on in the process. So that's what I'm going to tell you a little bit about my history. So I said 30 years ago, so when I was 14, um, I decided to be a vegetarian. And I've shared that story a little bit before, but... (laughs) Didn't really have a lot of why behind it back then. My why has definitely increased um, through the years. Like I'd mentioned last week, our commitment and our why definitely can become deeper as we go. My biggest why then is because we had chickens and we cut their heads off and that grossed me out. And I was like, I'm never eating a chicken again because we had to cut their heads off, gut it. And sometimes my family would eat the chicken from the freezer that they'd eat. And that was, my why was like, I can't see it and then eat it. So that was my 14-year-old thinking. (laughs) And we also had cows. My brothers were like, you know that we like eat those things. And my intellect then could not handle that. And that was it. So at 14, I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. And through the years, like people have challenged it. Like, why... Why don't you eat me? And the same thing, I don't eat chocolate. They challenge why I don't eat chocolate. And it used to like bother me. And when my commitment wasn't as high, I just knew I didn't want to do it. And I would kind of feel squeamish and people would say stuff to me. And 30 years later, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't like me. I don't like chocolate. I don't like this. And for me, why change something that's not broken? So I don't change that. But that's where that started. And then I also, when I stopped eating me, I also incorporated working out into when I was in eighth grade. So I, I committed to doing a workout program from here on out, which is which has happened. It, which doesn't mean that it's easy, but I've done it, and my mom was my example. So now fast forward to um, I was 21. I'd come home from a mission. I was finishing college, and a couple years in between then until I met my husband. So that was a couple years. I was definitely still working. I mean, I got my degree in exercise science. I was working in the health field. And I was still vegetarian. I was trying to work around how my food would work out for me. But there, but I mean, I was heavier than I wanted to be, right? I got to the highest I'd gotten. And then since that time until now, it's been 25 pounds of weight loss. And I don't know if necessarily people would look back and say, wow, she was heavy or big. Maybe they would. I don't know. I can look back and see pictures. But what I want to compare it to is the long haul for me that it's been through the years that this weight has come off. But it's not so much the weight as as I discovered um, tools along the way. I discovered ways to 
I was looking at it from a health aspect, like how could I be healthier? How could I be stronger when I wanted to race? How could I be, um, how could I eat my food better? Because I was a vegetarian, so I needed to learn how to get it in, you know, get all the nutrients and vitamins in. And because I had that desire, because I was searching for all those things, all these years later, so um, I don't even know when that was. I got from a mission in 1999, and then 2019, it, from those, so those 20 years, I lost 25 pounds from then until then. And it was probably, you know, five pounds this year and then a lot of years later and five more pounds. And not to mention four kids where you lose, you gain a bunch of weight and lose a bunch of weight. I'm not even including pregnancy, but I'm just talking about this long haul run for me as far as, as weight loss gradually goes. So as I was doing that and I'm thinking about all these things, I, there are some, some things I've learned, some things I want to share and some thoughts and tips. And the very first one I'd like to say is probably just getting some staples into whatever you want to call your food plan is and however you want to start doing that. And it might not be like, it might not breed the result you want right off the back, but it, for me, it became staples in my life that I knew it made me healthier, which years down the road has now transcribed to continuing to lose weight and mostly to maintain the weight off. So in um, 2005, so um, I was married and had my second daughter and um, I shared that my mom was a raw food chef and I decided to try that lifestyle on. And um, it worked for a while. I learned so many good tips, but my staple that came from that is that I um, I learned to start juicing, and that was a really big deal to me. So that's been a part of my life now for quite a few years. And I and I have to be honest, like I I'm consistent, but not consistent every day. And there was times and months when I wasn't as consistent as possible. And in 2007, I got like this cold and this sickness for like six weeks, and I told myself from here on out, I will never stop stop and take this gap from not juicing. And I've juiced. Um, probably five days a week since then. And I'm not saying that people have to find that staple, that juicing is their staple, but once you find something that works, that helps you, that helps you stay healthy or helps you feel better, then why change it? So through all those years now, I juice and it is a staple to me. It is something that makes me feel good. <laughs> There's so much nutrients in it. I'm so much happier and I, I don't get as sick as often, and I just feel like I can maintain my energy. So um, sta- juicing is a staple for me. Another thing that has become a staple for me um, is my green recovery smoothie drink, which I started incorporating in 2007 um, when my son, my third child was born. So I have like different mile markers when I can think about back in my life. And um, that was another time. So 2005 was when I lost weight, but then I came back down to a healthier weight even after pregnancy. 2007, the same thing, like I would gain weight, but then I would come, you know, off my baby weight and I'd want to just gain, you know, lose a little bit more weight. And that's what I incorporated was the green drink at that time, my recovery drink. And that has, that definitely has been a staple in my life for however many years it's been since then. My son is now 14. So a lot of years that's been in my thing. And it's just something that I know that I, I have in my diet, right? And that's what I want to encourage everyone would be a tip is find something that is a healthy choice for you that your body feels good, that it makes your body feel good. It agrees with your body and put that in so that you don't have to always be like, what am I going to put in? You're like, oh, this is a staple. This can be a staple. This will work. This will work. Right. And so through the years, I've added these different staples into it. And now it's just something we do. And, um, like I mentioned, when I started doing raw food, I didn't stay with the raw food per se in 2005, but I incorporated so many things that worked 
because I was still vegetarian, but so many things that worked. And through the years, it's it's worked out to be where I am in, in a plant-based diet. But I, I have cooked plant-based food, not just because raw, you don't have cooked. But all the things, my other, my next thing is, so if you add, add the staples, the next thing is, is like, just finding the tricks and the tools along the way that have worked for you because we're going to be fine tweaking it. So, you know, just finding what works, it would be the second thing is that like, it's like trial and error. And when you find something that works, keep it, right? And if it doesn't work, be like, yeah, I'm going to try that again. And that's what a lot of athletes say to me, like, what should I eat when I'm racing? And I'll give them suggestions, it's true, but I'm like, it is a matter of trial and error because all of our bodies are different. And so that's why it's not like one size fits all for people. And that's why I'm just like, listen, you have to be willing to be in this for the long haul. It's not like a 30 day fix because what happens after the 30 days, right? We still have the rest of our life, which is the long run. And we still have to be continually trying that. So I'm like trial and error and then find something that works, stick with it, right? And the next, the last thing I would say, as far as just like giving you some lessons to be learned or some things to think about is that it's just a matter of consistency. It's just a matter of us being like, what am I choosing the most? And then be consistent with that. When you want to choose your help, like realize like you're human, that it's going to be an up and down, but consistency doesn't mean being perfect. It just means that you continue to show up. You continue to make that a focus. You continue to like revisit that, refocus that over and over again. That's the consistency. That's you just continuing on. That's like when we, when you're doing like a marathon or when you do an Ironman, it's one step at a time. You just continue to be consistent. That's with the training. You just show up and it might not be exactly what's on the training plan, but you show up. You show up for that day and do the best you can. And the next day you show up again, right? It's just the consistency of doing that over and over again. And that's how we get to what we want. And that's how once, like, even once we lose the weight, we still have to do the consistency of, like, making health our focus, right? That's why I don't advocate for, like, a diet, per se. I advocate for changing your healthy habits so that that's the consistency in your life. Because if you just do a diet, you get done with the diet, what are you going to be consistent at, Right? You, that's why I'm like, if you get, you continue, you get a habit into your life, you have to first work on gaining the habit, the new habit, which takes a lot of thought process. It takes a lot of like being dedicated, determined, devoted, committed, getting into the action, doing that over and over again. Then you get the new habit that you can be consistent with and you do that over and over again. Right. And so I just think it's, it's so important for us to, when we're thinking about our journey and we're thinking about how are we going to do this, that the long run, maybe in my eyes, because I like running, is a beautiful thing. It's a way for us to just be like, every day is a new day for me to be on this health journey. Every day is a day for me to strengthen my commitment, like we talked about last week, for me to just strengthen and find out, find out and uncover more about myself. Because when we're on this health journey, it's not only about, you know, some people think it's about the weight. But if there's so much mental weight to be dropped off on this journey that we start discovering our best self, that we that we can unlike the this mental weight that's kind of like held us back to not know ourselves, we start dropping that, which I think is a lot heavier feeling than actually the weight itself. But then the added benefit is that the um, physical weight drops off because we're not carrying that mental weight around and we're not 
which we'll get into another time. But the mental weight, sometimes we buffer all this like heavy feeling with food. So when we start realizing we don't have to have the food <laughs> to take care of our mental weight and we just deal with that mental weight and, and understand, like, let's get through this, let's understand what's happening. We can drop that mental weight. We don't buffer with the physical, you know, with the food. So the physical weight comes off and we just start letting ourselves be seen. We see ourselves and no, and then we're not scared to let others see ourselves. And we live the biggest, best life that we can. So as I've been through my journey, I mean, I'm definitely still on it. Like, unless we, unless I continue to be consistent and keep the staples in my life and continue with the trial and error and when I find something that works, keep it. Like it won't stay for me. Like the weight loss won't stay. The maintenance won't stay. No one's guaranteed anything. But when we keep those things in there, then we're like, okay, we have a plan. We have something to stick to that. That's what I want. Like, I don't want people to have like a food plan and they can only be restrictive on it. I want to be like, let's get a plan. That's a lifetime plan that you can see your health progress, that you continue to just discover. And that's to me what it's about. Like, People are like, I want to lose weight. I'm like, why? And the bottom one is they want to feel better. They want to feel better about themselves. But we can start with that today. We can say, I want to start feeling better about myself today and start feeling better about ourselves because we're like, I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm going to start with that thought. Like I feel better about myself. I am a worthy person. I want to do these things because I know that I can. I know that I'm here to live my best life and this is exactly the way I've lived it. And the next step forward is me living living a better life because I'm choosing that. And we start choosing that from that action. And that's how our journey gets better. And so I, I'm so grateful for the journey that I've had because of all the things that I've learned. And I can't even imagine all the things I'm still going to learn. Like my run could, I don't know how long my run will be in life, right? We don't know how long. And I could be at mile one of my marathon or not even on the run yet, right? That I'm still in the swim and the bike and I'm still just being that consistency and keeping that prep for when I get to the long run. But regardless of what that is, I'm, I'm just willing to do that. I'm willing to be, um, I could even be in the training plan still. I don't even know where I'm at in my life, right? I could still just be preparing to do the race. But wherever we're at, I'm willing to do that because I know that there's greatness ahead for me. And like, I know when my mom was finishing, you know, she, she knew that her life was ending and she's like, I've done my race, right? Like I have done the best that I could. And I showed up and I was in it for the long haul or like we long haul or the long run. And then she said, like, it was like the last couple of weeks she was journaling as much because she's like, now this is my race report. And I'm like writing it all down so you can have it, which I'm so grateful for. So like, I, and I know Stephen Covey says says this a lot, but let, like, let's keep the end in mind. Like we're going to make it to the finish line, wherever that is. And that long run, are we going to look back and be like, that was amazing and challenging. And I did it. And the journey, like all the things I learned and I, and I learned how to feel good. Like that would be amazing. Right. So when I talk about like my journey and like this long run, like I have had the chance to, um, have weight loss, but that to me doesn't really define me. It's that I can maintain the weight where I'm at now that I, that that now is not as much of a struggle because I am consistent with that. Right. And that's where I want other people to get to that. Like, let's get the weight loss to where you want. Let's get you to your ideal weight, but then let's learn how to maintain that. Let's learn how to live in a life where that's just a maintenance program because we're focusing on it. We're being consistent and we can, 
And then that doesn't have to consume us as much because then we can open our eyes and open our journey to the biggest and greatness that we have around us, that we have within us, and that we can contribute to the world with because now we found that. So, so I mean, I'm still on this journey and I cannot even wait to see what else I learn and what else is out there as I continue on this long run, as I continue to put in the consistency and the time and focusing onto this. And it's one of the reasons I love working around this again. I mean, I did it for a lot of years before I had kids, but now I'm back in this health field. I'm back helping people again. And it's a contribution that I want to give. It helps me feel like I'm connected to those around me, to uh, making this in this small way or in a big way, uh, a better place because I know that we have that greatness in us. And if I offer, if I can offer any tools or any ways to help people get through this, like I'm, um, I'm all in because I, that's how I feel connected. That's my thoughts. Like I'm connected when I contribute and it makes me feel great. And now that's, this is the next thing I'm discovering is how to bring this into the world, right? Like I had the chance to discover it with me and now I'm like, how can I help like other people discover this? And who knows where that will, that will go. And who knows for you where your journey will go is that if you are committed to being it for the long run, you're in it. Right. And come what may those there's twists and turns on the long run. Let me tell you, but we don't know it's around the next corner a lot on the long run. And, uh, and I know I've been so pleasantly surprised a lot of times by the twists and turns and some of the twists and turns I haven't been pleasantly surprised about, but they, they turn again. And then I'm like, okay, I'm glad I made it to that one. <laughs> So good luck on the rest of your journey. And yes, like a lot of times it starts with like taking that physical weight off, but deeper levels is the mental weight we want to get off. And we can start seeing that greatness. It's there. It's always been there. So can't wait. Please share with me your journey. And I'm sure it's been an exciting one, just like mine has. So I will talk to you all next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at CamiBanks.com or reach out to me on Instagram at CamiBanksCoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.